previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. We're just interested in pretending to be orc steel. Wilhelminus collects you all. Natalia sits down at the table with her arms crossed. Taylor comes in. It's not the orcs. It's not the crow's heads. It's not some sorcerer in a dark tower somewhere. So do you know anything about this black arrows and the red fletching? Go talk to the steel glade. You might be able to get some information there. We want those uh, forge tickets to that party. Steel Glades Big Gala. So you guys make it to a shop on the bridge called Odds and End Tables. If you're going to the Steel Glade party, you're going to need more than just fancy clothes. It's a masquerade ball. You have a couple days before the masquerade party at Steel Glade. Is there anything that you would like to do in the city? I'm looking for books on demons. Demons! I'm going to ask if any of the temples in that temple district are for the god Sargonis. You feel a tap on your shoulder. Sensei. Jet, you left the temple. I left to find you, Sensei. I need to complete my training. I will teach you. Alrighty, I guess I am going to be performing Stunning Strike. I saw walking down the sea looking for anything that gets beef from Tugala. Wonder if you heard anything about any Tugalans in the area. No, we're kind of smack dab between the Sandbar Pass up north and uh, Star Knight Forest. So we don't have too many Trugalans around here. I'm going to see my old buddy, old pal, Reginald Fartworthy. Gosh, business is good. There's this new arms dealer in town. Through Steelglade? Yes, all for Steelglade. They're wrapping up significantly. They wound up getting bought out by some bossy woman, apparently. And Ambionitis, you have a dream. You see Nashpura, Crowshead Casino, and you see swords and spears and daggers. And then you're in the mountains. And you're standing next to two orcs. So you recognize him as Chief Brandok. And you hear the screams of women and children. And before you lie the dead, massacred bodies of an entire clan. a special holiday episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host, Paul Camper, and with me today I have Brad Renfro. Ghost. Ben Renfro. Why do vegans give good head? Because they're used to eating nuts. <laughs> Matt Smith. Remember kids, if a stranger slips drugs into your candy, thank them. Drugs are expensive. <laughs> Eric Nemeth. Paul's voice is scaring me. And Brad Richards. Did you know a dick on a pope is like soap on a rope because it's pointless unless you're in prison? <laughs> <laughs> We're super happy to help have you here today. This is our special holiday episode. It was supposed to come out right next to Halloween, but after the delays that we experienced in the mid-teens of our episode count, uh, we have had to push this back. So this is kind of, this is mainly Halloween, but somewhat Thanksgiving as well. And we're hoping to have a good show for you today. But also, did you say I'm your ghost, Paul Camper, instead of your host? 
I am your ghost. <laughs> Fucking eat a bag of flaming <laughs> hot dicks. Bring it. <laughs> What'd you guys do for Halloween? Fucking jerked off in a candy bowl. Oh, no. Um, we're just going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> so you want some salted nuts? All right. Well, let's get right into this episode. Uh, last week, we each went off and did our own thing. Dosh went and met with a former colleague of his, Reginald Fautworthy. Jet went and learned Stunning Strike from his sensei. Boeing the plane. Boeing. Ambionitis and Brixius went to the library looking for... What, what were you looking for in those books? Learning how to read. We were looking for information on demons. And I oh, was that's looking right. for the mage of Suganda. Who the fuck is the mage of Suganda? No. You don't know Suganda? Like the Black Panther? No, that's Wakanda. This is Suganda. Okay, what, what's the mage of Suganda? The mage of Suganda's nuts. <laughs> Nailed you fuckers, suck a butt. Jeez. And Prothean went looking to deal vigilante justice, but he's on the, you are on the north side of Ryford, which is the very nice part of town, and they don't allow any sort of crime or <laughs> numbskulls to run their streets. Yeah, people don't do tax fraud in the streets. No, they don't them. do that in the streets. And um, he was also looking for information on Philip Dmitriev and Trugalan spies. At the end of the episode, Ambionitis had a ominous dream regarding the Steel Glade weapons and uh, Chief Brondock of the Orc clan from the South Salt Mountains and the clash of swords, the cries of women, and blood everywhere as dead Orc bodies littered the cave floor and now we pick up you guys are in the inn that you're staying at and it is the day of the masquerade ball hosted by steel glade didn't we decide that did we tell that whoever promethean was looking for was already dead yes he knows that he's dead now i'm also looking for you all you all you all uh Jor-El? Joel or Jor-El? Joel. That's Superman's dad, isn't it? <laughs> I think it might be. Don't ask questions. Jor-El? Yes, yeah, so that's Superman's dad. Oh, well, too late. That's his name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have it spelled as Y-O-R-P-A-L. Uh, oh, Yor-All? Okay, yeah. that's better. Y'all. <laughs> Yor-All. And, yeah, so is there anything that you guys need to do, or do you want to get straight over to the masquerade? Pre-game. You said it's the morning of? Yes. All right. Myself would like to wake up early when the sun rises and wake up my brother Ambionitis. And then I would like to go around town early before anybody else wakes up so I can put up some flyers that I have made. I'm going to be putting up flyers that say Demons Wanted because I am on this quest to find and hunt and kill demons. However, he may or may not be misspelled with the D being an S and there being an extra A in demons. Siemens? Correct. How do you Without guys even... the S at the end. So, essentially, Semen. because I guess I just spelled it wrong because my brother told me how to spell this, <laughs> all my signs say semen wanted. 
and <laughs> I drew little pictures of me and him, two half-orcs, so people know who to bring him to. But they're not, like, good pictures. They're, like, you know the shitty crayon drawings <laughs> that your, like, nephew or even your child, for your listeners at home that are old enough to have fucking kids and they watch Blue's Clues, like, the shitty fucking drawings that that douchebag writes in that fucking notebook, like, the shittiest stick figures, that's what it looks like. Like, the color of our clothes, they're just, like, different colored <laughs> sticks. So you're just, like, super illiterate. Okay. You just can't draw, and I told him how to spell demons. And fully believe that the what you were looking for on these signs is for demons. You believe it's for demons, but it's not. Yes, because... That's how you spell demons. Very early in the morning, you guys are posting up one of the flyers... A man wearing a very bushy silk scarlet ascot with a brooch, and he's got his hair slicked back, goes, Are you all looking for seamen? <laughs> no, demons. 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 Yes. Men with the bush. Um, I don't, um... Do you know where I can find some? First It off. says it right here on the sign. Do you know where I can find some of this? Um, I think you would have to... No, no, I don't. Sir, uh, that is good. a nice bush you have. <laughs> Brother, Excuse me? This man is kind of rubbing me the wrong way. I don't think he knows where the demons are. I don't think he knows where the demons are either, but my God, this I, man's I bush uh, is fantastic. Have a good day. <laughs> and he walks away. Hey, if you see any, if you see any of this, come back and find me and let me know. But make sure you come back. <laughs> All right, so you guys return to the tavern or to the inn? Are all the signs up? Yes. All 804? Yes, they're all up over town. And you guys half. got up really early, so you did most of it before anybody was walking around. The half is because the last crayon ran out. <laughs> it snapped. <laughs> Didn't have enough room on it. So it just says semen on it. <laughs> ye, ye old Crayolion, fuck these crayons. All right. Is there a picture of your face on this? There's yeah, a picture the stick of figures. Us. So just semen and stick figure is all that says. Did you yeah. not understand the whole thing I went on about the shitty fucking hand drawings that the douchebag from Blue's Clues made in that fucking shitty notebook that they had when he sat in that shitty fucking chair? Shit. I got it. All right. Let me take that back. Steve was a good guy. Joe, however, was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody can replace Steve. That guy can slob on knobs. All right, we'll move forward in time. You guys are now getting ready for the Masquerade Ball hosted by Steel Glade. Thank you, thanks to Dosh remembering that you needed the Forger to get a hold of some invitations. <laughs> uh, you guys all are ready to go. You each have your invitation, and Dosh is able to tell you based on as he's handing out the tickets the invitations that it is being hosted at the manor of Lady Nightvale. A uh, quick question. Are we allowed to bring weapons? Don't ask those questions. Just bring them. Ask forgiveness, not permission. All right. Well, before this, I'm going to stash a dagger on me that's hidden. Okay. Is it in butt? And uh, real quick, go ahead and tell tell everybody what your costumes are for this masquerade ball my costume is i have a 
kind of half piece face mask where it droops over to a kind of a beak on the nose. Got a roguish mask reminiscent of the Incredibles or Zorro and a nice wide brimmed and feathered hat. And of course my cloak. I am wearing a pair of khakis, which is noticeably too tight on me. And then I have a button-down shirt with three of the buttons currently undone. And then I am also wearing my Roman helmet with the eyes glowing red. And I am wearing some tasteful black slacks with a nice aqua blue button-down shirt and an orc mask. Because, yes... I love the description, Brad. That's great. <laughs> and Prothean, what are you wearing? I'm wearing black slacks, a red and black velvet doublet with a half cape, and one of those like old-fashioned Venetian masks, like the white one, masquerade masks. That's simple yet elegant. Shit. Okay. Hold on. I forgot about my Sugma amulet. Your what? My Sugma amulet. I'm not going to ask about that. <laughs> What's a Sugma amulet? <laughs> Sugma balls! <laughs> Don't you fuckers <laughs> suck a butt. So you ask the uh, proprietor of the inn where you're staying how to get to Lady Nightvale's manor, and he points you in the proper direction, just like he did with the library and the temple. And uh, as you're making your way down the street, you start to notice that the lanterns that illuminate the streets have turned from just incandescent yellow to shades of blue and purple and red, and they're colorful, and they seem to be leading the way. As you continue forward along the cobblestone street, there's a slight mist coming off of the river, and you see people emerging from the fog wearing these masks, just like you. You see people with feathered peacock faces, you see people with spotted cat faces, you see people dressed in skeleton clothes, and they are all making their way down the street, following these colored lanterns until you reach a whitewashed stone wall with a large iron wrought gate in the center of it. There is a line there, and as you enter the queue, and you filter into the yard of this estate, you see an expansive rolling hills of just beds of flowers and fountains. And off to the left, you see a copse of trees. And before you, as the trail moves forward and splits around a large fountain, you see a giant manor. It is two levels tall, it has a balcony overlooking the main entrance, and there are windows all around the building on both levels. The top of the building is peaked and has elegant gables, and there are two more balconies that you can see on either side of the building sticking uh, out. Are the lights on? The lights are full on. Everything in the house is lit up. And as you follow the queue forward, uh, you see that there is somebody at the front of the manor who is taking invitations and checking names. I look at everyone and say, it looks like 
they are taking names. Are our names on this list? But we all have fake invitations to this, so we all are going to try yes, to get it, right? Yes, we have invitations, but are our names also on the list? I'm asking you guys. Yep. So we got our names on the list? It's not going to yep. be one of those like where you walk up to a frat <laughs> house and they ask, who do you know here? And you have to go on and name a bunch of people? It's exactly Just that. So you know Chad. Nice. Okay. Chad's <laughs> are in. So, uh, quick question. Is Figus here? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm here. All right. You need to remember, you have to announce me when I enter. Of course, sir. I can do that. That'll do, Figus. That'll do. If anyone asks, my name is Baron Hunk. I like to cast Prestigitation to give myself a glowing aura around me as a light and sensory effect. And then? I have an idea. I would like to cast Mage Hand, and then I would like to pull my arm up my sleeve a little bit and have the Mage Hand there, so that when I go to shake someone's hand later, it could fall off. <laughs> and I would also like to soil the bouncer's pants. Are you actually going to do that? Absolutely. And yes, I absolutely cast Mage Hand. Okay. Um, I'm absolutely not part of this party. You are about four or five people back from the person that is checking the list and you suddenly see his face kind of go blank (laughs) and he looks down at the invitation that he has in his hand and he says thank you enjoy the party I will be right back and he kind of sidesteps with the couple that is that he just checked and he leans inside the door and he motions for somebody to come step outside and he whispers in his ear and then a new guy takes the list and starts checking names I would like to wait until we get closer to him and we are about to be checked off and soil his pants (laughs) okay well as you step up to the bouncer you see that he is wearing a mask with flared Uh, scales around the eyes and sprouting out of his back he has folded cloth dragon wings and spikes of what seem to be flexible material are leaning off of all of his arms and off his back and you can tell that he is a dragon drago lich as he takes your invitations you see his face kind of screw up in concern and he looks at the invitations and goes, All right, uh, um, uh, mm, All right, there are five of you here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so who, who's all here? Yo. I'm you. Yes, sir. Me and my brother are here. Vigus okay. has um, my invitation. Oh, okay, and, um, uh, uh, he's, he's with you? He is my retainer. Uh, okay, sure. And he hands back the the invitations real quick and he says all right come with me and uh, next person in line just just wait a second i'll i will be right back and he motions to somebody outside or inside and says man you gotta you gotta you gotta take over they must have put something in that in that food that they gave us earlier um i'll i'll be right back he switches places with a woman who goes and takes the list and she keeps checking off names and you guys are inside the house nice all right. Um, as you enter into the house, there is a grand hallway that is paneled with rich wood all 
to the left and to the right, and there is a door that opens forward. It is open, and you can tell that there is a staircase that will lead down into the main foyer of this house. Uh, Figus steps forward and says, Sir Prothean, uh, should I announce you now? Yes. All right. Yes, you should. He hops and skips forward to that door and says, Ladies and gentlemen, I announce the coming of Sir Prothean Greymane of Coruscinium, the Light of Torm, the Justice Bringer, the man who wields justice. That'll do, Fagus. That'll do. You enter into the foyer and you see that it all that it is covered in white and pink marble. Every inch, the floor, the walls, the ceiling, it's all pink and white marble. Hanging down from the center of the ceiling is a gigantic chandelier that is draped with strings of diamonds and it cascades light over the floor where people are milling about and at the far end of the hall there are a few couples that are dancing to a lively orchestra. What would you like to do? Do I see my buddy Fartworthy anywhere? Give me a perception check. Not good. Nine. Um, it takes you a little while. Uh, you kind of enter into the throng of people and you're making your way around. And after a while, you do see somebody that, that you think is him. I'll walk up and be like, Reginald, is that you? Uh, the man turns around and you see that it is, in fact, Reginald Fartworthy. And he has his jowls that are sagging so much that they look like a double chin. And he says, oh, yes, <laughs> um... Forgive me, I'm an old man, and I forget sometimes, but you are you are Baron Hunk, are you not? Yep, got it right, right on the nose there. <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. I hope you have a grand time at the party. Let me know if you need anything. Oh, I'm sure I will. And he gives you a <laughs> wink and turns, t- turns back to the people that he was talking to. I guess I'm going to go find the punch bowl then. Do I recognize anyone in you? Uh, yeah, you... Well, give me a perception check. Uh, I got a five. <laughs> rolling five and rolling. No, you do not recognize <laughs> anybody other than one person who happens to be... Your reflection in the mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> no, happens to be... One of the guys who came in to have your father sign a shipment away. That's it. He was, he happened to be just like a courier, and you recognize that guy. I'm gonna go talk to him. Can I help you? I don't know. I vaguely remember you. Did you work for my father at any point? Um, uh, oh, I heard you get, yeah, I heard you get introduced. Um, yeah, I I used to do some shipping for your father. Um, what, are you his son? I am. Oh, well, it's nice to meet you. My name is Wilmont. So what brings you here, Wilmont? Well, you didn't tell me your name. Prothean. Ah, Prothean. It's, it's nice to, like, actually meet you. Um, it's a pleasure to meet I'm, you, too. I'm here. Well, th- thank you. Uh, I'm here uh, trying to... Get in on this Steel Glade action, you know, shipping is good, uh, but Steel Glade is shipping a lot of weapons lately, and uh, they tell me that 
the lady in charge is actually going to be here tonight, so I'm hoping to get in on that. If you don't mind me asking, what are you sipping to? Well, um, in the past it was mainly from Coruscinium down to uh, the Starnight Forest and to Ryford, but you know, if I get in with Steel Glade, I might be able to expand out over the Coruscant Sea. No. Is he shipping to Sesame Street also? <laughs> I'm really trying not to make it sound like Kermit, but it sounds like Kermit. <laughs> I'm Kermit Ethan. You wouldn't have to be sipping anything north to Tugala, would you? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, every once in a while I ship up there, but why do you ask? I'm looking for someone who's come down from Tugala not too long ago. Oh, who's that? Philip Dimitrov. Philip Dimitrov. Um, no, I don't know him personally. Uh, do you know who he was working with? I do not. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I've had a couple people come down from Chugala, but, you know, anybody that hops passage on my boats, they all tell me that they're headed up to Chorus. They don't really come down this way anymore. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure seeing you again. Yeah, pleasure. And he toasts, and he lifts his glass, and he goes to clink with you. I clink back. And then I walk away after I drink. <laughs> we all just awkwardly stand around the table. <laughs> Ambionitis and Brixius, are you guys doing anything? Didn't we all know right off the bat when we met him that the guy he was looking for is dead? Prothean was looking for... What was his name? Prothean? Philip Dimitrov. Didn't we know he was dead, like, off the bat? Yeah. I'm just trying to find but, information about him. I know he's dead, but someone's found to know how he died and all the information about that. And who he's working for. Gotcha. So, if there was some sort of a bounty or a, um, story behind him or anything? Oh, he's a spy from Tugala. Okay. I'm, I'm hunting down spies. Well, in all honesty, uh, I'm not really sure what I am doing. I am not used to being around this many people I'm unfamiliar with, with just me and my brother standing here. And it seems as if a lot of these people are either wealthy or we just feel, I feel very out of place being here. So I kind of just wait for someone to come up and compliment my costume. Okay. Well, what's your passive perception? 13. That's perfect. Because out of the corner of you, your eye, you see a woman with pointed ears, and she is wearing leather armor, or a very close facsimile of leather armor. And as she turns, she has piercing eyes that you could swear is Amelia. I approach. Who? Amelia Earhart. She died, but she's alive. Is that the broad I lopped her fucking head off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I swear it's her. So, Ambionitis. That girl over there, her eyes, the pointed ears, the leather armor, you know the one I'm talking about. You see her? The dominatrix. Yes, do you see her? Sure do. Now, call me crazy. Do it. Crazy. Alright, awesome. I think that that is the chick that you lopped her head off. Which one? The one that killed Revan. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, for some no. reason it looks like her head is back on. Well, now, it could just be a costume. First off, let's be honest. Fuck Revan. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm trying to identify the person, but yeah, Revan was an asshole. Don't really care for him. Actually, kind of a funny situation there, but. 
Um, <laughs> Real funny with the burning tree. So there's two options. Either one, the probable most likely option, is somebody Assault. found her head, oh. cut off the face, and is wearing it as a mask. Oh, yeah. Could happen. It's probable. Most likely. Or number two, somebody reattached her head, and now she is back alive like Frankenstein. Like magic? Oh, like magic. So, game plan. Or three, she's a demon now. We have to relop her head off. Demons. All right, here's the plan. I look around. Is anybody remotely close to the same size as me and my brother? Not close. I mean, not physically close to you, but there are some people in the room that are slightly as tall as you. So, we cannot be hidden really easily is what you're telling me. Correct. So, I crouch down and take my brother down with me in one of those like cartoon where I grab his shoulder and we just crouch down. I pull out my hand, my palm up flat, and I have my two fingers on my palm as us. These are us. My fingers gotcha. here, us here, palm up, I fingers down, cool. So, my middle finger over here, this is demon. All right. Demon's here. You attack or not attack we're not attacking yet okay no, no attack. you get her attention you go straight i'm gonna strafe around and i'm gonna work my way somehow behind her if she can't see my large person and then we're gonna maul her so i penetrate from the front you do the sneak around from the back and Correct. then when time comes i can do that thing you know that one thing that i do where i can whisper and you can hear a message it's a, it's one of those magic things that I learned how to do, and then you can whisper back, so we can clearly communicate what we're trying to do. When the fuck did we learn how to do that? <laughs> I learned how to do that, but when I do that with someone, they can do it back to me. It's this weird magical when thing. When the fuck did you learn how to do that? Me and Taylor. Uh, I'm, Fucking Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Should have known. She yeah. taught you how to whisper in people's ears. She taught me how to whisper from far away, That's not just in people's ears. Fucked up. It's actually pretty cool. Taylor. Okay, so. Fingers, palm up, fingers down, pointed up and down. Here we go, plan. Ready. Plan B. Plan B. If she notices me going around, then I'll just cut her off straight across. You'll go from the front. I'll be at the side. We're going to figure out why she looks at you, why she looks familiar, and if it's her, we're going to kill her. Plan C, just in case I mess everything up because sometimes I do that. On Run. the approach when I'm walking up, I might just walk up to her and shake her hand. Plan and Plan D. Hey, hey, if that happens, just, just spear. <laughs> yeah, you just be ready. I'll, I'll give you the signal. If I get in contact with her and start talking to her, you wait for my signal to spear her. It'll be very noticeable. Plan D. You yell Krakatawa. We light this fucker on fire with fire bolts. <laughs> Krakatawa. Plan C. And I'm trying to count on, on my. E. You're right. I'm trying to count on my fingers all of these plans while also giving this little presentation on my hands, so it's not going well. So this girl starts to move away with the crowd that she's ready. Talking break, to. and I take off running at her in a crouched position. <laughs> I would like to remain semi-crouched and then strafe around town. Like I'm running, like they do in Gears of War, where I'm fucking bent, roadie but running. I'm moving. Fucking roadie running. <laughs> All right. As you do that, you're still, a, you're still of height with some other people. You see, there are humans around you, but there are also dwarves. There are halflings. There are all sorts of different people. And as you're d moving, 
people are looking at you and kind of moving out of your way because they don't know what the hell this big hulking figure is doing. And uh, the woman is moving away from you. She doesn't see you until you're right there. I spring up in her face. She goes, oh, oh, jeez, you scared me. I touch her face. Uh, Excuse me. And as she backs away, um, give me an insight check. I cast Prestigitation over her head, a nice sparkling crackle, like a nice little party popper. Does it distract her? Yeah, she looks up at it. Throat chopper. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Brixius, give me an insight check. Okay, great. Great. Hold on. Twelve. Yeah, she's not Amelia. Okay. Mm. She looks very similar, but... Now that you're close and you saw her mannerisms, she's not the woman whose head you, your brother lopped off. See, this is where it gets tricky playing D&D because I'm not sure if that's entirely true because I didn't roll good. So I might just think that she's not Amelia when she really still is Amelia and I just don't know and I should investigate further. But as your character... We murdered you... the shit out of Amelia. Yeah, as your character, you know it's... As far as you know, it's not Amelia. Okay. Sorry, sorry, very sorry. I thought you were someone that I that that's head got lopped off a different time. Uh, let me just restart. I'm Brixius, and I go to shake her hand. Um. Oh. Okay. Hi, Brixius. And she as she shakes my hand. I, I let her pull off the mage hand. <laughs> she, she's saying, "Hi, Brixius. My name is Off." Oh, hi. And she. And nice I come to meet out you. of nowhere and spear her. <laughs> As he's about to spear her, I lower my shoulder and fall to the side so that it... Actually, no, fuck it. I let it happen. I don't react that quick. Brother, brother, the signal was not the... Ah! That was just her introducing her name. I go over and I help her up. I saw the crackle over her head and I got scared and I didn't want her to get hurt. Are you okay, ma'am? She- this goes, is my oh, brother, Ambionitis. Ambionitis, this is... Oh. Hello. Oh. My, my... What? My my name? My name? I, and her friends come over and they kind of like pull her away and they go, Marjorie, are you okay? But what, what are you gentlemen doing? I hold up my hand and I let my actual hand come out of the sleeve so they know I have two hands. And I say, I was just protecting... Oh. And I saw heads started to glow up and there was a sparkle and a crackle. And I thought there was some mystical funny business going on. And I wasn't going to let a lady be harmed by no fool tomfoolery. We thought she was someone else. She reminded us of someone that we once knew. Someone whose head got lopped off. They all look at you very weird and they go, I I think it was a practical joke, but um, we're, we're going to go. We're going to go this way. Okay? Happy Halloween, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Got you fucking suck a butt. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I know, you may be thinking, wait, isn't this the Halloween episode? But it's coming out the week of Thanksgiving? Confusing, I know. But don't ask questions and everything will work itself out. Now, many of you know this episode was originally scheduled for for Halloween, but delays in September pushed back a couple weeks, so 
Hopefully you're enjoying it now, all the same. Enough so that you don't care what day or what holiday it is. If that's true, head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher and leave a review. It's a great way to let us know what you think about the show, what you like about it, so we can keep getting better, and it helps others discover us. If you don't have time to leave a review, although it only does take a couple minutes, then tell your friends. Share the show with someone you think would enjoy it, and then you and your friend can despise Taylor together. We don't have any podcast partners this week, but if you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. Also a reminder about our holiday schedule. Next week, November 27th, we will not be releasing an episode. We will be back the first week of December with some new content. Then, uh, a few weeks later, there will be a two-week break again for Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Crazy that our first year, our release schedule fell on both those holidays. But we just don't want you to worry. We aren't going anywhere. We will be back in the new year to wrap up the campaign. Because I'm pretty sure we won't make it before the end of the year. And then just one more thing for this week. Because it is Thanksgiving, this is the time to count blessings and be thankful. We are thankful for each and every one of you listeners. You make this worthwhile for us and keep us coming back to make more content for you. We're glad that you're enjoying the adventure as much as we are. We had our single highest day of downloads last week. And as of today, we now have listeners in 21 countries. What better week to hit that milestone than with the release of episode 21 right before Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Keep coming back for more. We'll see you in two weeks on December 4th. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. This large commotion is happening. <laughs> people are paying attention to the fact that there was a sparkle and then a spear, and then people were like, okay, well, I guess it's a practical joke. And as this is happening, Dosh, you're filling your punch again. I actually want to get three glasses of punch. Well, this is the third one that you've had. Oh, just of my own? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want three for other people? Well, I was going to, my initial plan was to fill three, pound one down immediately. And then take the other one, or take one for myself, and then take the other one. I was just going to walk out with it. Okay, well, <laughs> sure, you do that. And as you're turning to walk out... But I mean, out, if I've already had three, and that's established canon now, I mean... This is... No, we can go with the other one. So you pounded one back, you took one in one hand, and you're sipping that one, then you got another one for later, double fisting. <laughs> as you turn, you come face to face with a very familiar figure. But this person is significantly taller than you remember. Oh, no, it better not be Taylor. Has the face of Amelia. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> hey, Dosh. For fuck's sake, and I just walk away. Dosh, <laughs> 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 Dosh, wait, wait, wait. 
Yes. And she comes she comes running up to you and she says, Wait, I I, I need your help. Is fucking who who's the other one? Natalia? Yeah, what about her? Is she under there? Are you on top of her right now? No! No, it, she she pulls out an amulet around her neck. She has a little coin on a string, and she says, No, I have an amulet of enlargement. I wish I had an amulet of enlargement. <laughs> Side note, do I perceive any of this going on? Because I would really like to make my character taller. Is there an amulet? No, this is happening while the sparks and everything is happening. Yeah, I have a, I have this amulet of an enlargement. It makes me one size larger. Yes, so it now does. I'm, I'm, I'm normal size, but I, I need your I need your help. Are the others here? I would assume so. Okay. Um. Well, so we hit Wilhelmina. She's she's safe, but. With everything that's been going on, I I went to go take care of Brixius's hammer fist, and the trainers from Twinton never came. They they went to Roscoe and they they took a, a job with him because it pays way better. What kind of job? The same job that everybody takes. They're he's giving out weapons and they're going and hunting orcs, and I and we think it's getting really bad. Like it's not just it's it's cutting into our business. It's cutting into what the safety of the orcs in the valley I don't it's it's not good well that's unfortunate you should go tell the hammer bottoms about that and then never talk to me again but Dosh <laughs> you're you're the person that actually pays attention <laughs> I'm starting to regret that now. <laughs> I feel attacked right now <laughs> Brixis is great with his magic and Ambionitis is great with his fists but you know I think I think you're the one that's going to actually help me figure this out. You you're the the smart one, the the whisper collector, right? <laughs> sure. Well, let's just find out right now. I whisper to him. <laughs> so, will will you help me? I suppose. Okay, we need to figure out who's behind the steel glade. And she takes your hand and starts leading you <laughs> across the hall and suddenly there's a stroke of music. Oh, God damn it, no. Who is music? <laughs> I and shake why did they have a stroke? <laughs> Wait, she can't take my hand. I have two drinks. She she grabs your wrist. And, Do not want. <laughs> and suddenly music starts playing and people beside you start clearing and you realize that you're on the dance floor. <sighs> she goes, how can I get out of this? Out of nowhere, <laughs> Ambionitis spears her. <laughs> yes. Now, Ambionitis and Jet and Prothean and Brixius, you can hear this music start up and everybody starts flocking to the dance floor. And in the center of the dance floor, you see Dosh standing with two cups of punch with a woman that you... Give me... What are your perceptions? Passive. Or you can make an active perception check. Can I use the better score? Yeah. 24. You recognize her as Taylor. 19. But taller. You also recognize her as Taylor, but taller. I don't know who Taylor is. Yeah, Prothean, you don't recognize who that is. Do I see them from where I am? Uh, no, you're a little bit more focused on what's <laughs> going on around you. that's happening in front of me. Although you are trying to get out of it, so your <laughs> passive perception is 14? 13. 13? No, you don't see him. Dang it. Especially not, <laughs> well, yeah. How the hell does you he see not see me? Because you're still crouched. <laughs> Because he's frantically trying to get out of this, and he's not actually looking. All right. 
Well, no, a 13 is good enough. You can see Ambionitis and Brixius. All right, I'm going to cast Message. Oh, I was about to cast cast Message on <laughs> you as well. <laughs> and whichever one I see first, I'm just going to be like, help me. Uh, pick which one you see. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ambionitis. Oh, bastard. Right. You're lost. I cast Prestigitation above all of us to have a nice little light show going on with some loud booming. Oh, by the way, prestidigitation is one effect. You have to cast it. You can cast it up to three times and have three simultaneous effects. Can have up to three effects active at a time. Yeah, you gotta cast it. Yeah, but you have to cast it three different times. Well, I want to cast it for that and then cast it for that. Okay, so the music is playing and then there's a light show and everybody goes, woo! And then there are loud boom, boom, boom. And they are going perfectly with the music. Okay. And then meanwhile, I would like to cast a message on Dash and let him know, hey, the time's about to come, be ready. And while this is all happening, my mage hand is going to go over, and when Taylor looks up at the light show, she's going to get throat chopped. <laughs> and your window of opportunity is now. Run. I'm going to use a dash action. <laughs> um, first of all, Mage Hand only has like 10 pounds of oh, force. Oh, 10 pounds to the throat hurts. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's enough. It's enough. Okay. <laughs> she she gets Mage Hand to the throat. And she goes, oh, oh. And she kind of stumbles back and she's still holding on to Dasha's <laughs> wrist for stability. It's, oh, no. Can I break free? Strength check? Dash My versus Taylor? Strength. Sure, you could try to break free. Dash, she's choking. Help. 17. Yeah, you wrench your arm free. Yes. And I'll be right back. Okay. And I escape. Alright, you run into the crowd. <laughs> and, uh, what, you make your way over to the Hammerbottom Brothers? I'm gonna wait, make my way back over to my good friend, Reginald. Can I walk over to Dawes? <laughs> sure. What the hell is that is going on? This is just raising more questions. This is crazy. Wait. Does... He doesn't know he, he hasn't met her? Oh. We know her. She's usually a lot shorter. We hate her. So much. Okay. Not enough to kill her, unfortunately. But she's just the worst. <laughs> um, Reginald turns around and says, Ooh, Who is this person that you hate so much? You know what? Maybe you'll like her. She's a nice, nice young lass. Maybe she'll take to you. Oh, well... I don't really go that way anymore. I can barely stand. Look at my belly. Uh, and he slaps well. it jovially. Well, you can definitely lay if you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I figured you could use a top off. Uh, top off. And I hand him one of the drinks I got. I'm sorry. And I want to ask him if he knows where our soon-to-be mutual friend Bindi is at this party. Is he here? Bindi is up in Coruscinium. He's not here right now. Ah, dang. But yes, oh, well, actually, I think your little young lass is coming over. Fuck, you didn't see me. And I try to slip away. She catches you and says, Dash, I need your help. (sighs) Fine. I'm sorry, Dash is helping me with a problem right now. Oh, I haven't met you before. How do you know Dash? Uh, my, My name's Taylor. Run while you can. 
I'm Prothean, and I apologize, but Das is needed in another room right now. Yes, he is. We need to go figure out. He knows. Come on, where where are the others? Grab them. Let's go. I know I know where the office is. I drag Das in the opposite direction of where he's going. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's getting ripped in half. Like a when we man. see Dosh and Taylor start interacting again, me and Ambi and I just both take a flanking pursuit, going the opposite directions. <laughs> And then we engage. <laughs> we run in full sprint in a crouch position, Gears of War style, for the spears. Double. <laughs> on Taylor. Taylor. Is it like from opposite directions? Yes. Right. So, just so I'm going to go lower and he's going to go higher with the hit. You should both go the exact same level. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a roll to hit. She's going to do a dexterity oh, saving get throw. fucked. You said, what are we using? Uh, strength. Get fucked. 20. Or athletics. Alright, well, I'm gonna clip her with an 8, so... She rolled a 20 as well for her dexterity save. So, you do clip her, but she doesn't go down. Wow. And she says, hey, Brixius. Hey, Ambionitis. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta figure out who's behind the steel Fuck. blade. No. I feel like Paul really wants us to go with her. No, no, not this time. I'll be honest. I, I swear to God, I rolled a 20. If you guys had rolled higher, I would have let you spear her. No, I'm, that's fine. I'm just saying, going forward, I feel like you really want our whole group to follow and go with Taylor. You guys really don't want to go with Taylor. <laughs> I, if, you, if, you, if you persist, if you say no, then that's fine. I have a better idea. I have a crow. I mean, I guess... She's trying to do the same thing we're trying to do here, so... Eh. She's trying to spear innocent people? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, what is your costume? Can't you tell? Resting bitch face! <laughs> and she, she kind of, like, displays her costume a little bit. She's wearing a long orange dress, and it has, like, black stripes down it, and it flares a little bit at the hips. And she has uh, green tassels in her hair. Slutty prisoner. Some fat chick. Brixie has got it right. Damn it. I'm a pumpkin. The fuck? I don't know. How'd you get taller? This amulet. Can I? Can I try it on? Yeah. Once we leave the party. Taylor, if you give it to me and let me try it on right now, I will gladly walk out of this party and I will bring everybody else with me. But then she's gonna get smaller. Okay. How about this? This right now, I don't fit in this dress, unless. I'm wearing this amulet, so how about we leave the floor, then I will let you try Does it on. Does that mean you'll have to get out of the dress? You can keep it. It's okay. You could also get on top of Dash <laughs> to remain the same height. Yeah, Dash would be happy to let you sit on his shoulders. I'll even hoist you up. Or his face. I feel like it would have been easier ju- to just get a smaller dress than to get a magic amulet to make you fit the Do dress. you have any other well, amulets? I'm also trying to be in disguise right now, okay? So are we. We're... Shit at it. How many more? We got in just fine. How many more amulets do you have and what do they do? <laughs> well, I've been working on this one for a long time. I've had to spend a lot of time putting enlargement spells in it. Okay? If you want one, I'll make one for you. I might. Yeah. Yeah. And can you teach me more about those enlargement spells sometimes too? Sure. I mean, that's that's a much higher level spell, but yeah, I could do that eventually. Cool. All right, everybody. I just nod. I nod at everybody. Lego saving bro. So she transform and roll out. Ah, the Revengers. Can we go find Jet first. Please let go of my wrist now. 
Wait, is Jet with us right now? Yeah, he's he's with us. He's hovering right. around like a plane. <laughs> Wait, um, planes don't hover. Shit. So she she leads you out one of the side doors, and you're in that uh, not the front part of the hallway, but the hallway with the wood paneling wraps all around. It seems to wrap all around the edge of the building, and. She says, all right, this way. And she leads you to a staircase at the rear of the building that leads up spiral wood staircase. And on the second floor, there is lush carpet runners on a hardwood floor. There are portraits on the wall and uh, wallpaper. She says, come on, it's this way. And she leads you quickly down the hall and opens the door and says, come on, in quick before somebody sees. Hmm, I don't know. I think I need to admire this lush carpet. I, I, I walk in the door she's trying to push me into. Yeah, I'll go. I guess we go in. I'm just walking a couple of feet behind them because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Inside the room, she closes the door and she clicks her fingers and the candles in the room light and she says, oh wait, what the fuck? Ambionitis Abrixius, did you want to practice that? Yeah. Yes, please teach me. Hold on, where's Jet? Yeah, no, Jet's still here. He's uh, he's with the group, just kind of following around. Okay, that's all I need to know. Okay, re- replay the scene where Taylor asked of me if I if I want to do that. It's just press to digitation. All right, I try it. <laughs> all right, you snap your fingers and uh, half the lights come on. Damn it! I just start aggressively snapping to try to get it to work. <laughs> They go on and off, on and off, on and off, and then eventually you get most of them on. But give me a, a d20 roll. Clap on, clap off, clapper. Naturally an 11. Okay, the last time that you do it, you get them all to turn on, but they flare really bright. And Taylor says, Brixius, just calm, all right? Just calm. <sighs> yeah, there you go. All right, so... And she walks over to a desk and she says, Now, I know that the lady that's in charge of Steelglade has been staying here for a couple days. So I'm guessing that there's something in the room that might help us figure out who she is and where we can figure out where these weapons are. Figure out if any shipments have been going out of the black arrows with red fleshing. So an arcana check? I'm going to cast Locate Object. All right, how does that spell work? <laughs> All right. Can locate direction or motion of uh, either a specific object that I know what it looks like or a particular kind of object within a thousand feet. Uh, lead blocks it. So a particular object. So if I knew I was looking for like someone's sp- specific ring and I knew what it looked like, I could be like that or I could just be like a ring. So what are you looking for specifically? Shipping records. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that. I think it works more like paper. Ledger books. Okay. I will I will I will accept that. You cast the spell and then you know that they are in the direction of an armoire that is in the back corner of the room next to the desk. I just have a weird intuitive feeling due to my incredible investigative prowess that it's going to be right there. You open the the cabinet and there are a bunch of ledger books in there wow let's start looking through them i also pick some up and start trying to read through them okay you sure about that yes i'm very sure you're really sure about reading those yes i i I want to appear as if i am contributing and know what i am doing taylor says 
Ambionitis. Ambionitis, can you look in that chest over there, see if there are any, like, prototypes or anything of the arrows? Yeah, I punched the chest. Oh! <laughs> Watch where you're throwing that thing, brother. <laughs> give me a, give me an attack roll to see if you punch through it. 16. Yeah, you punched through the top of it. <laughs> and she goes, I, I didn't mean like that, but whatever. Um, and, uh, Prothean, like, are you, are you looking for Steel Glade, too? I'm actually looking for Tugalans right now, but I'll help out. Okay, here, and she hands you a bunch of sheafs of documents and, uh, from the desk, and she says, look through these, we gotta be quick. I saw looking through them. Anybody that is looking, except for, well, yeah, anybody that's looking, including Ambionitis... I want you to give me a investigation check. I really hope that I have the right book or whatever we're looking for, and I just simply can't read it, and I screw everybody over. <laughs> Wait, did you say accept me or including me? Including you. And and Taylor says, and Jet, Jet, I need you to keep an eye out, all right? Just listen at the door. Make sure that nobody comes. Easy enough. Do I got a roll for anything? Yeah, you can give me a perception check. 13. What the fuck are we rolling? Investigation. 17. 15. 15. All right, everybody passed. I rolled an eight. Except Jet. <laughs> Brixius, you looking through the ledger, you see that there are a number of rows that all look like they have exactly the same layout. Like, everything's jumbled up, but certain rows, there are like three or four rows that all have exactly the same, and you don't see that repeated anywhere else in the ledger. Wait, just like the pages I'm on have three or four rows that are the same? Yeah, so you're as you're looking through the ledger, you can't read it, but they look, the, the shapes are exactly the same for four rows. The shapes of the letters and numbers are exactly the same for four rows, and then they, you don't see that pattern anywhere else in the ledger. I like the fact that I'm super illiterate, but I can pick up on patterns very well. You had a very good investigation check. <laughs> All right. I think it means something. Dosh, you find payments to a unknown person. It's, it's an anonymous name, but it is to the bank in Nashpra. Is When you say anonymous name, do you just mean like... I don't know the name, or... It's literally, it's like blank. Gotcha. Hmm. But it says the payment is to Nashpura Bank. Ambionitis, you do not find any prototypes of the black arrows with red fletching, but you do find several swords that have steel glade on them, and they look exactly like the ones from your dream. Hey, guys, these look like the things in my dream. I ripped the page out of the book real quick, the one with the repeated stuff, and I would like to put it in my pocket. Okay. And then, Prothean, your investigation check, you see that there are several letters back and forth between the city of Chorus and Steelglade talking about, you're not exactly sure what, but you're pretty sure it has something to do with uh, supply chains for iron ore and possibly a purchase of those supply chains. All right. I slide the um, letters into my bag when I'm done reading them. 
Taylor says, guys, I, I, did any of you see who the person is behind all of this? All I keep seeing is Lady Nightvale. Lady Nightvale. Who is that? She owns this mansion? Yeah, well, she owns this mansion, but there's no way that she's in charge. The Nightvales have had this house for forever. I always thought she was a little old lady. We would, we would know if she was in charge of Steelglade. Would you? Well, I would hope. I mean, you haven't heard anything, have you, Dosh? Well, I have heard that recently a woman did take over Steelglade. Do you really think... Well, I know that a lady is in charge of Steelglade, too, but do you really think it could be Lady Nightvale? I mean, she's got all this shit up in her office. As you're saying that, uh, there comes a knock at the door. Scatter! <laughs> we all hide behind various objects in the room. That happen to be conveniently shaped just like us. The lights are on. I flick my fingers so they all go off. All right. The lights go off, and the door opens, and in comes a medium-height, slim figure, silhouetted against the light from the hall, so you can't really tell who it is. And then a voice says, Says, the leader of Steelglade is about to speak. I walk out, then I go follow, um, Figus. Figus looks, ah! Where, where'd you come from, sir? I withdraw my hand from the chest and walk to the right side of Figus in a crouched position, and then I spear him. <laughs> and I flick my fingers again. All right, you do that, and Ambionitis tackles Figus. Ambionitis, what yeah. the fuck? We've been over this. <laughs> he snuck in on us. Yeah, the lights oh, were off. bastard just it, popped up. He's clearly trying to sneak Stop up on us. Stop assaulting children. Oh, don't, don't worry about that one, Brothian. That was that was a that was a good practical joke. Ha ha. Man, clutching his broken why ribs. Is it, I'll get you next time. Why is it that everybody thinks us spearing them is a joke now? <laughs> we we got to start trying to be more lethal with these spears. Because <laughs> I'm wearing my orc mask. They don't know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> just like my frosted tips. Yes, sir. What the fuck you say to me? Oh. Who's who's this who's this lady? Your mama. Uh, my name's Taylor. She's about your height, actually. Don't let it fool you. Oh, well, my name's Figus. It's very nice to meet you. It isn't really. Dosh, it's very <laughs> nice to meet him. Okay, now quick, let's go downstairs. Let's try and see who who this person is that's in charge of Steelglade. All right, let's go. Let's All go. Right. Let's go. As everybody exits the room, I pull my brother back and pull out the note and ask him to read me what is on the paper. Ambionitis, do you know what this paper says? Yes. Can you tell me? Yes. Great. Be rich. Give me a role, uh, history or intelligence, one or the other, to see how well you discern this. Seventeen. That's really fucking good. Fucking aced it. Nailed you, fucker, suckle butt. Come on, brother. Hurry quickly. Tell me before somebody realizes that I don't know how to read. Uh, wait. You don't know how to read. Look, my parents sent me this letter, and they also sent me this note. <laughs> and here's a card they wrote as well. <laughs> okay, this either says, 200 straws tickle nittily, or 200 arras to nittily, or 200 arrows. Thank you, Natalie. I, uh, straws and Nitalies, uh Which one seems the most right? I'm thinking it's the straws. 200 straws, and we should thank 
Natalie for straws? No. Natalie's? Needly. Needly's and Needly. Who is Needly? Needly. So we have to find who Needly is and thank her for the straws. The 200 straws. What could you need 200 straws for? Are you guys doing this as you're like you're walking a few feet behind everybody else, but you're going downstairs. Like as everybody was stepping out of the room to start going down stairs, I like pulled my brother back because like we were the last two to exit, and I quickly pulled it out and asked him to read it to me. Okay, are you walking and reading, or just standing or standing there? inside the door? I can't multitask like All that. Right, everybody else, everybody else has made it down the hallway, and they're walking back down the stairs. Holy shit! I know who we're looking for. Tell me, brother. Prothean. Oh, <laughs> and Prothean. Are one and the same. I don't doubt it. I don't know how I got that conclusion, but it sounds right. Should we confront him about it? We need to spear him. Spear him? Spear him. Alright. I leap from the top step <laughs> and spear him. How about you don't do that and I just tell you the last part of the episode? But that was going to be so much better. Trust me, you're going to... You're going to enjoy the next part even more. So much pain. You know what? I, ca- I can't say I didn't predict what you're doing, Paul. And I and I can appreciate it. I understand where you're going with everything now. But character-wise, I don't. So thank you. I don't think... <laughs> I, you don't know exactly do. where I'm going. So I right. leap off my right foot. <laughs> I grab him and make sure he cannot leap and do that. So you guys just follow behind? Yeah. You're going to get protein later? We walk to catch up. All right, you guys catch up and you re-enter the main foyer just as you hear the music end and somebody step up onto a stage that had been quickly erected. And he says, <laughs> and he says, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the Steel Glade Masquerade Gala. At this time, it is only fitting that those of you that wish to engage in investments with our business Remove your masks so that we can see who all is here tonight. And you see people start taking off their masks. And he says, and in return, our leader, the one that is responsible for our significant growth and our magnificent ball, will reveal herself tonight. It is not Lady Nightvale as you may have thought. We thank her very much for her hospitality and hosting at her home this evening. But it is, in truth, someone from much meaner origins. Someone who worked their way up just as we have. Someone who knows exactly what we need to do in order to grow and become the most prolific weapons dealer in the free lands of Chorus. And so, without further ado, let us have a round of applause for our leader. And onto the stage steps a woman wearing a black and blue peacock mask with feathers coming off the top, ruffled dress of the same color. She's a little bit shorter. She's a little bit squatter. She is what you might call a brick shit house of a woman. And in one swift motion, she peels off her mask, and you see that it is Natalia. Gasp. And that's where we're going to end our episode. Wow. Oh, I should actually put in, Dosh said gasp. <laughs> Taylor goes, oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait, Taylor doesn't even know about this? You knew. And that's where we're going to end our episode. You lied to me. I don't trust her. <laughs> spear. <laughs> I spear her off um, the balcony. I want to you. 
use an insight to determine the truthfulness of that. Oh, no. Let me write that down so we can do that first next episode so that we don't have another... Giving your side eye, like, hmm. So we don't Hmm. have another Figus situation. Well, Figus is going to get his ass speared again if he keeps sneaking up on people. Yeah, but everybody thinks it's a joke. I don't get it. It's because they don't know it's me. It's because it's Halloween. Trick or treat. (laughs) And speared. Trick or treat. Here's a broken fucking ribs. (laughs) Trick or spear. This doesn't work. (laughs) Spear or treat? What about spear spear? We hope you all enjoyed our special Halloween episode. Um, We would like to thank DM Southie and Tyler Vitatow for their recommendations for costumes in our masquerade. DM Southie was responsible for the doorman Drago Lich. And, I feel uh, like that's racist considering there are dragonborn around. There aren't any dragonborn that you've met. But they still exist though, right? Not that you're aware of. We don't even know that dragonborn is a thing? Not in, not in your area of the world. All right. And Tyler Vitatow, thank you for your Amelia costume. <laughs> that was fun. Son of a uh, bitch. If you enjoyed what you heard, what? You got us, fucker. Suck a butt. Nailed me, fucker. I'm going to suck a butt. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. It helps us get better. It helps us know what you enjoy so that we can make better quality content for you. And it also helps us uh, show up in the world rankings. It helps other people discover the show. You might even hear yourself on the podcast, like this listener, coming from the Birdman 11 in the USA. Definitely recommend this podcast for anyone who has at least mild interest in Dungeons and Dragons. I'd hardly say I'm a super fan, but I've really, really enjoyed the first season. Well, thank you, the Birdman 11. Hopefully you'll enjoy the rest of the season. We've got a few more episodes before we wrap up this campaign. If you want to keep in touch with us outside of the podcast, Follow us on social media at Death Saving Bros on Twitter. You can follow me personally at HB Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. Uh, you can follow Brad Renfro at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. You can follow me at Ligma Sugma Suganda B underscore R I C H A 0918. D's nuts. No zero. No zero. Oh, that's my email. Never mind. B underscore R-I-C-H-A 918. My bad. And if you want to email him, you can. Oh, actually, there's no <laughs> underscore in my email. If you guys want to follow me, it's E-S Nemeth. I don't really post much on Twitter. I think I have like two posts, and one of them is about Chef Ramsey. You can follow me to your doom, spooky. <laughs> Nailed. You fuckers. And until next time, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. Oh, no, that's not right. Well, hi there. You're juice. Fuck, where'd it go? Does it distract you? You what over her head? I prestigitize all over her face. (laughs) (laughs) A nice sparkling crackle.
Like, are you are you looking for Steel Glade too? I'm actually looking for to go out to go out. Come on, brother, hurry quickly! Tell me before somebody realizes that I don't know how to read. Uh, wait, the the duck swam on the lake the duck might swim on the lake but my daddy owns the lake (laughs) Paul I'm tired of digging well that's too damn bad (laughs) come on brother hurry quickly tell me before somebody realizes that I don't know how to read Uh, wait Paul that's not a letter that's your penis. That's what it says. <laughs> All right. So what this paper says is very poorly misspelled. Holy shit balls. I have a crow. Ooh. That was a crow. That was a crow. <laughs> Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs. Arrows con polio. Bushwick Tarantella, Sardana, and Weppa are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The song Shimmering Lights is by Punch Deck and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.